Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. We are here on a Tuesday, back at it for some more Immortals Phoenix Rising. And this is a game that follows the tale of Phoenix. And you play along in rescuing several of the Greek gods and goddesses and bringing the reign of a titan down. And that titan is Typhon, which is, I've been reading up on some Greek mythology, which my reading up on this is reading a book series from when I was younger called Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. And I actually just finished the fifth book last night. I was up way too late because I was so close to finishing it. And I just couldn't help myself. I was like, you know what? I haven't finished this book in, I don't know, years. So I'm going to do it. And I finally finished it last night. And it's got a lot of good Greek mythology storytelling with pretty much everything that I read was super accurate and on point. The author, Rick Reardon, did a great job at pretty much just nailing everything as being factual and all the stories lining up. So if you're looking for something cool to read and, you know, just to waste some time, check it out. It's really cool. And supposedly they're supposed to be bringing a TV show in, but we're not going to talk about Percy Jackson no more. We're going to talk about immortals and your quest to save all the gods. So the first goddess, well, yeah, the first goddess that you need to rescue is Aphrodite, the goddess love. And her character has been stripped of, pretty much herself, her inner self is she's now like an all giving tree and all that happy blah, blah. She's like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna be a tree and feed the animals. And really you needed her to like, you know, rip through the war field with her, whatever the goddess of love powers are. I can't really remember right now, but they are pretty scary. So (laughs) at least well, any Greek God is scary, honestly. So anyway, you get back to saving her. She's a giant tree. And they're like the first couple of quests you do is going and getting the tears of Aphrodite and you do that whole shenanigans. And then, then she's like, Oh, well, you know, now I need this. So she sends you on another quest and you have to go fetch these three golden apples. So you go to these three areas, you collect these three apples, you go back to another area and you want to, basically your job is to collect the apple of discord, which there's like a whole story wrapped and mixed in, um, that gets explained. I don't really remember it. It's been, I mean, I've, I've played this game a lot in the last couple of weeks, so kind of some of the stuff's blurring together. So, but it, like as far as story wise goes, but like I said, you get this, the Apple of Discord and you push it down this trail, you fight a bunch of people off on the way through. And basically, what that does is it opens up the vault for Aphrodite's essence, which you need to collect to bring her back to her former self. So after you do all that stuff, the Apple quest I thought was really fun. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like side quests and, which speaking of side quest, what I plan on doing from here on out is I, I'm actually working on the, an episode for the future for all side quests, or at least some of the ones that I've managed to claim and fix up and turn in and all that stuff. But I will say I have done some of the side quests, which is really cool. I did them before, I guess I progressed in the story. And basically what that does is when you're like in a cut scene with like, I think it was which we will get to that next week, but there's a really cool thing that happens when you collect a certain something and you give it to a certain someone after you rescue them. Like I said, next week you'll know, but it is really cool to like go through and do those little side quests and then reward yourself with another completed quest as soon as you turn it in. So like some of them I went to like the gods were like, Oh, you know, I need this. And your character Phoenix is like, you mean this random thing I picked up like a week ago? 
And it's just, it's kind of cool to show that, like, you know, make a little note in the, all like the dialogue or the, no, not the dialogue, but the cutscene. You know, it makes a point to, like, say, like, that you found it previously and now you're just now turning it in, which I thought that was pretty cool. But like I said, side quest, we'll do quite a few of those, which I'm, like I said, I'm working on an episode right now. And I think so far it's like all the side quests I have unlocked, which I've completed a couple. But one of the ones I wanted to touch on was there's like a bunch of glowing like stamina orbs and they are all over top of a bunch of rock cliffs and hard to hard to reach places. And you're going to need it's like the it's like the south. Let's see here. It's like the southwestern side of Aphrodite's area. There's these like little islands you can climb out to for this quest. And I think it's something to do with the DLC because when I bought this game, I did buy the gold edition for, I mean, 25 bucks. I couldn't turn it down. It was all the DLC, the whole nine. I was like, you know what the hell with it? I'm buying it. So I haven't done anything with the DLC that I'm aware of, but I'm pretty sure that was something to do with that. I'm really not sure. I'm going to tackle the main story side quest and stuff first, and then we'll go on to like DLC and you know, depending on how much contents with them, we'll, you know, break it up per episode. Who knows? That's all boring stuff. The only thing we need to talk about right now is rescuing Aphrodite. So you get the apple of discord that opens up the vault to her essence. You go in there and I mean, to be honest with you, like as being one of the first big dungeons, it is really cool. There's a lot of puzzles. There's a lot of, you gotta like shoot these, you gotta like break away the parts of, it's like basically Typhon's corruption. So you have to break apart the pieces of corruption to, you know, free the little pieces of whatever to get back into, you know, to get her essence back to, you know, to just basically do the damn thing. And what it is, it's like a series of different puzzles to go. Like, it's like kind of like broken up into sections. So like you go one way, you unlock, you know, some of the stuff, you're able to break down some of the corruption and, you know, move on. And I just thought it was really cool. There's a lot of like cool mechanics in the puzzles of this game, which have blown me away time and time again, because like sometimes I'll go in and it'll take me like two seconds. I'm like, oh, that's easy. And then other times I'm like sitting there for a half hour. I mean, I've sat there and struggled trying to figure out stuff because sometimes when it's a puzzle, I like, especially this game, I feel like it makes me just want to figure it out. So I sit there and I, I don't know, I like mash my guy, throw him off a cliff die, jump into the lasers, do whatever, do whatever it is until I figure it out. But, uh, along with some of them puzzles, it's weird because, you know, naturally games will give you like an option through the main story to complete or not to complete, but to unlock more stuff. So like when I started playing this game, naturally I was like, okay, well I'm going to start playing and I'm going to get so far into the campaign that, it'll give me this or it'll give me that or like, you know, tell me, Hey, go do this. Hey, go do that. And you know what it did to an extent, but basically what it didn't announce is that you have to use your Charon points or yeah, points coins, the coins of Charon to upgrade your godly powers. And what it doesn't tell you is it like unlocks one like for, for you to unlock. And it doesn't really tell you. And it doesn't say like, Hey, you need, you need this power to access this chest. And until that starts happening, like I got, I got several hours into like the first area and I kept running into places where it's like, you are missing a godly power. And I'm like, well, I just haven't got it yet. And then like I ran into more and more <clears throat> and then come to find out it was all because I just didn't go to the hall of the gods and upgrade my stuff. So what you definitely need to do 
is which I talked. I'll probably gonna comment on this every episode. Collect everything: the ambrosia, the the bits of the Zeus's lightning for your stamina. The, your ambrosia gives you health. You need to collect all the like little berries and like uh, pomegranates for your potions. I'm telling you, you're gonna need everything. And you know, take the time if you got some extra time and you're bored of you know doing the main quest. Just go out and adventure and collect some of that stuff because, like I said, trust me, you're going to need it. You need all those different shards for defeating all the enemies to upgrade your weapons. And, you know, like I said, I've, I've played quite a bit ahead. I mean, I've taken, I've sectioned it all out and, like, took taken notes on every individual section. So, like, I, you know, I'm pretty familiar with what I have played because it's jogged my memory here and there. But uh, I just now upgraded my sword all the way up and I'm close to like 30 hours so mind you this game takes about well they say it takes about 25 hours for you to complete the story now that's just like cutting right through so i'm going a little you know i'm doing a little bit extra you know granted i haven't went crazy and just started going dungeon to dungeon and like clearing them all which i don't know if i'll do that but it just i can't stress it enough collect everything you can because there are still some some people that i run into and i'm like oh my god like, I, I'm getting my ass kicked. I got my ass kicked a couple times. And when you're kind of, like, leveled up and, you know, you're like, hell yeah, you're, you're kicking bad guys' asses. You know, you just took out a legendary monster. And you're like, you know what? I'm, I can kick anybody's ass right now. And then you roll up to this one guy. And he gets, like, a couple. You miss your dodges. You miss your chance to parry his attack. And then he, like, stomps you, power hits you. And then pretty pretty soon you're, like, dead. Yeah, that happened to me a couple times. You know, like I said, you get that little adrenaline rush after, like, having a really good combat. Like, that's me. Like, I'll get into a really good combat and, you know, just wax a whole team of people, unlock the chest, and move on. And then I'll see some other big badasses. And I'm like, you know what? Those guys be caked too. And then I just get too too far ahead of myself and I get crushed. So don't do that. Prepare and collect. Collect everything you can. And like I said, it makes a huge, huge difference. And if there's one thing I will say, commenting on more of the godly powers is make sure you pay attention to those, like, uh, to, like some of the details. So, like, I upgraded my arrows or, like, my Apollo's arrows or something. So I got, like, more time or something like that. I don't remember. Maybe more damage. I uh, the, Hercule, the, the Hercules bracelet or the Hercules bracelet. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Can't talk today. Um, the Hercules bracer. I uh, upgraded it to where you can pick up like the larger, heavier blocks, which you definitely need that for several of the puzzles that you run into. And like I said, some of them puzzles are awesome. I love the, uh, I love the, yeah, I don't even, I can't remember what they're called. That's horrible. But it's like the bow challenges. So if you guys have played this or, you know, seen anything about it, there's these little challenges where you stand on this little button. And you shoot an arrow off, and you usually have to shoot it in between a bunch of different targets, and then eventually, like, light a torch at the end, and, you know, bada-bing, bada-boom, you got some more points, or some coins. So most of those I've completed that I came across, and some of them are really fun, and they just keep getting, like, I feel like, more challenging. But I haven't met one that I haven't beat yet. Now, the Hermes challenges were, like, you're like, here, race from point A to point B. I suck at those. Some of them I'm pretty good. Some of them I barely slid in, but a lot of them I'm, I just I've sucked at. But no, there's a lot of cool different little things that you can do throughout the entire game. Like if you don't want to just story hunt, you can, you know, you can go out and you can clear those dungeons, upgrade your powers. You can do, I, I think there's like a bunch of epic chests, which are 
like the epic chests are usually some kind of puzzle and guarded. The uh, I guess there's some kind of which I haven't talked about this at all yet, but there's in the Hall of the Gods, there's like a board where it has a bunch of challenges. And basically it like gives you stuff for upgrading or your different shards so you can upgrade this or that. And through all those challenges, it's like track pretty much even before it shows you, it's tracking stuff. So like where I'm at with some of them is, you know, like I have one one challenge right now. It's like complete all the moon night or the midnight chest which are if you haven't ran into those which i think there's maybe one in the first area and i don't think that there's one in the aphrodite area but basically what it is is it's a chest that is guarded heavily at night so you'll have to wait until night go back to that area and fight them out but i guess there's like some kind of moon fragment or i don't know something really weird and it like wants you to collect all of them and i've collected like one or two but what's really cool about those is those challenges are active even before you see what they are. So you could turn in a challenge. Like one of them was kill like 80 enemies, right? So I killed 80 enemies. I turned that little challenge in at the Hall of the Gods. It paid me like it gave me like a new sword, you know, some shards. And then the next quest to come up, like I don't even remember what it was. We'll just say like, you know, you had to kill so many of these type of enemies. And it was already like 15 out of 20 because I had already completed that much of it. You know, sometimes you can rack up like back-to-back challenges if you've already had it completed. You won't even know it. So make sure you check out that stuff. It's a super good resource. You can even do like online challenges as, like throughout the week, it seems like. I haven't messed around with that just because I don't really use the online feature of it all. And most of the time, I'm just trying to grind through the story myself or do a little bit of hunting and collecting. I think one of the coolest things in this game is the different kinds of wings of Icarus you can get, which I love that the story, which speaking of Percy Jackson, again, uh, as soon as my wife hears that, she's going to make so much fun of me, but no, it was in the books. I think it's the, I don't remember. It's the fourth one. I got, I just read it. The battle of the labyrinth. Like in the book, there is a lot of cool stuff where Daedalus and you get a backstory of the inventor of the labyrinth and the, you know, King Minos of Crete and I just all that kind of stuff. And it was really cool. And he, you end up like finding your, you get the story told to you in the book about the wings of Icarus. And then later on in the book, like they have the better wings that, you know, uh, Dedalius had made, you know, however many years later, which I mean, in that time, probably, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years later, he had made another set of wings and in the book, it even mentions, so like they use them to escape. And then once they land outside of the labyrinth, somebody, one of the characters says like, you know, see, he was right. These wings still wouldn't have held because of something, you know. So it was just kind of cool that like the story behind the wings of Icarus are, you know, they, the adhesive to the whatever they had used to keep the wings together had melted from the sun and he fell and had tragically died. And then, you know, more or less he's, the Dalius spent the rest of his life trying to perfect the wings. And in the book, it really never, it, it commented basically like that never happened that they eventually that even though they would last a little bit longer, that they would eventually break and you would fall to your death. But that's not the case in the game because the game you can just, well, I guess it kind of is. If you look at the, look at it from like a stamina point of view, but you can get some pretty cool heights and, you know, circling around to my favorite part about it with the wings of Icarus in this game is just being able to fly around. It is just so cool to 
like fast travel to one of the statues and launch off and just kind of fly around and dive bomb a couple enemies if you want, or just like soar all the way around. And I don't know. I just thought it was, thought it was really cool mechanic. And I thought the controls for the flying was really good too. Like it's super simple. There's not a lot of, you know, not a lot of ways for you to mess up and die. Like I often do, but uh, we're going to go to break. And as soon as we get back from break, we will finish wrapping up the, you know, the essence of Aphrodite, get her back to her self-loving, self-righteous and kind of crazy in love with herself self. So we'll be right back. All right. Now that we're back from break, we're ready to wrap up the essence of Aphrodite, get her vault closed up and get her back to her former self. But before we do that, I just wanted to comment on something. I think it was Prometheus or I don't remember if it was Prometheus, Zeus, maybe it was Aphrodite. Anyway, it was one of the one of the gods or maybe it was Phoenix. I don't know. But in one of the cutscenes, he says something very specific as he says, you can't have one side of the coin without the other. And I thought that was I don't know. I just thought that was a really cool saying and it's very true and it's very true in everything. You know, you can't have the good without the bad. You know, you can't have the good without the ugly or whatever you want to say, whatever, you know, thing you want to metaphorically connect that to or however you want to look at it. You just it's simple. You can't have one without the other. And, you know, whether that's good luck or bad luck or good fortune or, you know, bad fortune, who knows? But I just thought it was really cool. And it, you know, it really applies to everything in life. Like if you just look at your entire life as you can't have, you know, one side without the other, then, you know, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. And you can get into a huge, dark, deep rabbit hole that I like to quote. And, you know, that, that goes back to me and several of my close friends and my wife included. We always talk about going in this deep rabbit hole of like, whether you're reading about stuff or like you get sucked into a video like whether it's TikTok or Facebook and then, you know, you start off looking at you, you start off watching like a, a trailer for a movie you want to see. And then three hours later and about 600 videos later, you're watching like the greatest hits of Jerry Springer, which, you know, call out to Jerry Springer because he's awesome. <laughs> if he ever wanted to come onto this podcast, if he was listening, I would happily have him. You know, who knows? Maybe Jerry Springer's like a big time like D&D nerd or something. You never know about people. The weirdest people in life that you would never think that's into like gaming or Dungeons and Dragons, you know, think twice because there are a lot of people that are like undercover nerds. Like you wouldn't ever see it on the outside, but all it takes is like you to say one thing and then it's like they just crack wide open. But anyway, let's get back to, uh, let's get back to Phoenix Rising. So you, you go through, which I was talking about earlier, you go through her like main dungeon slash whatever to get her essence back. And it's like a whole big thing, right? It's like a lot of puzzles. You eventually break free of everything, complete all the puzzles. And then you at the, it's like, you know, it's always a build up to like a big fight. So when you get to the end of this dungeon and uncover everything, you get attacked by Ozamine, the hurricane. And basically what he is, is he's like a, I don't know. He's not like a griffin. I don't. I forget what they call him, but he's like a winged demon creature. That's what I'm going to call him. And Ozamine is kind of a pain in the ass, but I, my best advice is to try to get good at dodging and parrying those attacks that they, they have like a ranged attack where they send out these like little, they look like miniature flying swords coming through the air and you can deflect those to back to them to cause damage and just try to do that and wait for his stamina to 
you know, because if you haven't paid attention or I didn't notice this for a long, like a while until maybe I was probably 15 hours in before I noticed this in the game, which I was like, God, I wish I would have noticed that sooner. But above everything's health bar, there's a little blue bar. And if that blue bar goes all the way up, they get like knocked down or stunned. And then they're like KO'd for, you know, 10 or 15 seconds. And you can just do a whole lot of damage in that little time frame. So you can play the clock out and, you know, kind of just play defensively till he tires himself out. I'm pretty sure that's what I did. I was forced to. I have in my notes here that I was pretty lucky. And it, was, it says, battle battle pretty tough. I got, per, I got lucky for sure. I think what had happened was it was like my first time fighting it. And I went in and I was like, all right, I got like two health potions. I got like one attack potion, one defense. I should be fine. And I'm like, it shouldn't be that bad. Well, I got into this fight and I expanded all of my health, my defense, my attack. And pretty soon I had gotten hit. Like I was in, I thought I dodged it. I got hit. My Phoenix hit the ground and then he like raised back up with full health and he was just barely any health left. So I was able to actually finish him off. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. I, th- I thought I should have died. And then I went on about playing. And then I like really stopped to think about it. And I was like, no, I should not have lived. What- How did I live that? And then little did I know that one of Aphrodite's blessings, which is probably the best blessing in the game, is it allows you to be revived for one time after you fall in battle. And it's like a soft, re- or not soft reset, but like a, a it's timed out in game for like 20 minutes, I think, or a half hour. Something like that. So you get like a freebie, and that freebie saved my life, and I slayed Ozamine, the Hurricane, which I believe he was the first legendary boss that I encountered. Since then, I mean, that was like, I was probably four or five hours in by the time I got to him. And like I said, I'm getting close to like clocking in 30 hours of gameplay, and I have slayed several legendary animals, or beasts, or bosses, lieutenants, whatever. They, they got all sorts of different names. And I like every time I've came across one, I'm like, you know what? I like save my game. And I'm like, why not? Let's just let's fight. I want to let's duke it out. And I like drop down in the pit with them. And, you know, here recently I've been kicking everybody's ass. There's only been a few enemies that I've really struggled against. And, you know, we'll talk about that later on. But it just reminded me that it's super important to go through and upgrade your stuff, because if you don't upgrade all your all your stuff, you're going to die and or maybe you're not going to die and you're way better at this game than I am. But dude, sometimes I suck. And you know, that brings me all the way back around to something I wish I would have said earlier in this episode when I was talking about all those rocks and stuff that you have to jump onto and like do that little side quest. I don't know if it's a DLC quest or whatever it is, but dude, I got stuck on that challenge for like a half hour because my dumbass quit or yeah, my, my dumbass, didn't save it. Like I would get all the way out there, like the very last rock, and then I would biff it, and I just have to restart all over again. Save this game is. I mean, you can pretty much save it whenever, as long as you're not in a dungeon or you're not in like a main boss place. But they did say that like the godly dungeons, like the one that you go in to get her essence, you can leave those and come back to them and still have your progress in there. But me, I'm gonna go in prepared, and I'm not leaving till I kick everything's ass and I'm coming out there with just pockets full of loot. And, you know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not leaving and going back. I think I only had to do that one time and it was because I didn't have something I needed or something, something like that. Anyway, go in there, kick their ass, get Aphrodite's essence back. And then you have to like meet her. I think you meet her back at the hall of the gods 
and you have this little bottle of looks like, I don't know, it's like a little handheld bottle. It reminds you like a perfume bottle. And you go back to the Hall of the Gods and you restore Aphrodite and with her essence and she turns back into her giant self-loving or, you know, pretty much hate everybody else. And it's all about love and beauty and, you know, the whole image thing. And, you know, Aphrodite's risen and she comes back into her full power, agrees to help you fight Typhon. And then, and then she spouts off some other stuff and talks about whatever. And then pretty much after that, you know, Aphrodite's wrapped up. If you have any little side quests you can do, there's plenty. I think there's a couple in this area. But what I did was like I finished her, I finished her quest, and then I think she actually gave me another quest, which I think I have the notes for in the next episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I don't want to spoil nothing, so we'll talk about that next episode. But you know, you saved your first god, well, goddess, and you're that much closer to bringing Typhon's reign to an end. I'm looking forward to seeing where this game goes and. You know, I talked about this in some a, a couple episodes before this or sometime before this about like gaming difficulties. What I thought was really cool about this game when I started it was there was like a casual or there was like a story mode, easy, hard, and then whatever like the super hard is. And I always like that games throw in that mode where it's like, you know what, if you just want to play the game for the channel or for the story and you just want to have a good time and you know, experience the storytelling and meet all the characters, then, you know, this is for you. And I always thought that was really cool because, you know, sometimes people get busy in life and they don't have, you know, however many hours to dump into a game every night to, you know, that they really like and they want to play, but, you know, it requires way, way too much time to, you know, level up and do whatever. Games with, uh, you know, play, play at your own adventure thing. I think that's awesome. You get that whole storytelling concept. Me, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm playing on normal. I have a little bit of time. Well, I should say I have more time to play than you know I used to have. So I'm like, you know what? I'll play it on normal. And honestly, if anything, I might, I would bump it up maybe one more level. But that's only because I just started kicking everything's ass. Hell, if I bumped it up a level in difficulty, I'd probably go back to get my ass kicked. But no, I'm playing on normal and I'm loving it. It's a good challenge. The puzzles are awesome. The, I think the only one I didn't talk about puzzle-wise was like the, uh, I forget what they call them. They're like the constellation uh, constellation puzzle or something like that. You have to like, there. basically you walk up to like a shrine area and there's a bunch of stuff on the floor where you can put these little spheres of energy or whatever they are. And it shows you like a constellation. And I don't think I've completed one yet. I think I'm really close to the one in Aphrodite, but there are several around the map. And they're all kind of cool in their own unique way. I think one of them was, I don't even, I think the one in Aphrodite's like corner or whatever, the very first one I started, I was like, I'm not leaving here until I finish this. And then like an hour later, I was still looking for like one one last ball or whatever because it depends or it all varies on how many you need for whatever challenge. But I'm like, I'm not leaving until I find it. And then like an hour later, I was like, and I'm marking this on my map and I'll be back. <laughs> it just, some of that stuff takes time, man. And I get aggravated after so long. Like I made like 17 laps. Enemies are respawning every lap, it seemed like. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm the fuck out of here, dude. I'm tired of this. I'm going back to do whatever. I'm not doing it no more. But uh, no, those, those are pretty cool. I want to see what the reward is. It's probably just more like points of, or yeah, point. I keep calling them points, 
but they are coins, the coins of Charon. And you know, you use those to upgrade all your abilities and your godly power. So it's super important. Like I said, you know, I would say probably my my favorite thing to collect in this game is probably Ambrosia because they're in all these like really cool spots. Like you get one that is usually on top of monuments. There's usually one on top of like every statue. There's eventually one when you get to the forge lands, because I guess if you, you don't have to like, they pretty much shove you in Aphrodite's area first. So it's like pretty much like your warm up area, but all the other areas are pretty much open to wherever you want to go. So if you would go, so if you manage to go to the forge lands, where the god of yeah the god of forge, forging kind of whatever it is, <laughs> Hephaestus, there is a like a big I don't know it's the forge like the big ironwork in place and there's a like two giant stacks that are like put, pushing out smoke and stuff and there is an ambrosia up there and once you get up there it's like really it's just really cool to see everything and I think collecting those are I don't know. It's like good for you as a character, but it's also good eye candy. You can really like see the map and, you know, experience everything. And for me, that's, that's part of the whole entire game, especially for me, since I like don't play online and I'm purely in it for the story or the adventure and the adventure sake in this game is awesome. I love exploring and I'm anxious to see how the story wraps up because there's been a lot of times I've chuckled to myself about, you know, the quest I'm doing or like how things play out or just the narrative between Prometheus and Zeus and all that stuff. But no, it's a great game. I really like it. If you guys are, you know, wanting a new adventure game to play, that's kind of like Assassin's Creed and, you know, mixed in with some cool powers, then check it out. Definitely. You can play it on Xbox, PlayStation, the Switch. It's out there. Check it out. Find it. But I think that pretty much wraps up for this week. And I uh, just wanted to take a second to say thanks. Thanks for all the continued support. And, you know, if you're a new listener, thanks for being here. And if you're a returning listener, hell yeah, even better. I'm, uh, I've been a little bit slow on the social media thing. I'm going to try and amp that back up. I did just get back from vacation. So I'm going to try and get back on the ball of things, get you guys some more content uploaded, and uh, hopefully start recording back at my house again because mobile recording sucks. Having to go somewhere else sucks. Like, I want to be in my own house. So hopefully next week we get that fixed and we're back on our regular schedule. I can get back to getting stuff done early and not having to, you know, wait till I'm off of work and then hijack an office at work to, you know, do this whole damn thing. But all right. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support. And uh, we'll see you next, next week. Well, not next week. We'll see you Friday.